0: Each week we'll have a chance to settle in and consider God's word as we dig deeper into our John sermon series. Hello, my name is Mark Bricker and this is Beyond the Notes. Well, with the holiday schedule the way it is, I'm recording Beyond the Notes just a few minutes after I finished preaching for the third time this morning. So therefore, my voice sounds a little bit lower and a little bit uh, scratchier than it might normally sound. But grateful to have this opportunity to talk just a little bit more because, as always, there is a constraint on time. And we had the chance today to look at John 3.16. Now, that was just one verse and, you know, 10 or 11 verses total. But that was the apex of our conversation, of our study. As we got to that point where Jesus and Nicodemus having this conversation, and Jesus has already said, really, that eternal life is by believing in him. But then he makes it so crystal clear in verse 16. Now, he begins with, for God so loved. And I didn't have time to talk much about this, but really our world has a very skewed version or vision of what God's love is all about. I think about that, you know, when you say the phrase, God is love, most people in our country would get behind that. They'd say, yeah, I like a loving God. Yeah. If you want to put that on your bumper cigarette, that's okay. God is love. Yeah, that's okay. And they can get behind that. And I think the reason they can get behind that is because of that skewed understanding of, of love. They don't understand the type of love that God loves with that agape love. You see, the world tends to think that if, if I'm going to love somebody, I'm going to love them because they have a certain value or worth. So they translate that to God's love and say, well, yeah, God loves us because we're all worthy of his love. We're all valuable well, that's not the case at all. As we looked at this morning in our message, we learned that, that that God's love is amazing and God's love is great, not because of anything that we've done, but it's solely based on him. In fact, he loves us in spite of our badness. I use the phrase, God's love is amazing, not because the world is so big, but because the world is so Bad, And we need to be reminded of that because we're going to come in contact with people that really do think that, yeah, God loves everybody. And God does love everybody, but He loves everybody differently. And it's a good reminder exactly the kind of love that God has for the world. One of the other things that... Uh, actually, before I move on, I, I read these, the, these verses, but I want to read, read it again because I didn't have time to spend much time talking about it, but Ephesians chapter two, verses four through five, but God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. So not only is God's love amazing, but it's this great love that he loved us with. And he explains how he loves us because he loves us because of who he is, his character. And it has nothing to do with what we've done or what we contribute to the relationship. Now, Nicodemus struggled to believe that I have a feeling that he, he, he really struggled. He, because he probably believed that God is a God of love, but he loves me because, well, look at all the stuff I've done. I mean, I'm a Pharisee. I'm one of the top religious leaders in my country. Of course, God must love me. No, it didn't matter what he had done. Didn't matter what he'd accomplished. Didn't matter how, how many verses he'd memorized. God's love is the same for everybody. And it's not based on what we have done or generated. Now, I ended, I ended the message with a challenge. And I want to end this beyond the notes with a challenge as well. And I wasn't specific, but last Sunday, I was made aware. Actually, it was on Monday. I was made aware of a young man that interrupted one of our local services here in the community. And he interrupted it. It was near the end of the service. They were praying and he slipped up onto the stage and as soon as they finished praying, he started talking about something that he believed very passionately about. And it didn't take very long that their, that church's security was able to take him out. And he was not, you know, he kept, kept on talking, but he, he followed them as they, they let him out. He ended up getting handcuffed and put in a sheriff's car. I watched the whole thing. they got the whole thing on video. But I started thinking, this guy was willing to get up and talk about his cause. And his cause was climate change. Now, as important as that may be, it pales in comparison to the gospel message. And I'll be honest, I was challenged. I was challenged to my bones that here's somebody that's willing to risk even getting arrested to talk about climate change. When's the last time I did anything remotely risky in sharing my faith and communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ? That would be my challenge to you as well. When's the last time you did anything remotely risky? When's the last time you did anything to share the gospel of Jesus with another person? Let's challenge one another as a church, as believers in Christ, that we have the good news. Why are we keeping it to ourselves? Let's start inviting. Let's start encouraging. Let's start having gospel conversations everywhere we go. God bless you. Well, that wraps up another Beyond the Notes this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe and while you're subscribing, it'd be awesome if you would leave a rating and a review. And it's pretty simple to do. And if you're not sure how to do it, ask someone much younger than you, and they can probably explain it how to do how to leave a rating and a review. Make sure you join us next week again, and we'll catch you in on the next episode. God bless.